Thank you so much for listening to the Huskies Game Prep Podcast, brought to you by SESUtickets.com. This week showcases the women's soccer squad as we are joined by Brooke Quam and Juliana De Silva, along with the Huskies volleyball squad, featuring Keely Kirshner and Kenzie Foley. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome into the Huskies Game Prep Podcast, sponsored by SCSU tickets.com my name is brian mose joined with me co-hosting thomas breach who works in the athletics department thomas how you doing today i'm doing well brian good to be on yeah thanks for uh helping me with this one as we have two women's soccer players on the show today brooke Quam and juliana da silva how are you two doing today good happy to be here i'm good thanks for having me well thanks for uh being on uh and your last four matches have gone pretty well two wins two draws uh coming up on a four game homestand uh, conference plays in the major swing of things. Um, how's the team feeling kind of heading into this important juncture of the season? Um, I think we're just starting to get the hang of things, so everything's kind of coming together the more we play. Defense has been good so far. 11 goals in nine games allowed for this unit. Uh, what, what are you guys seeing structure-wise? What's been working for you? Um, yeah, so our defense has been pretty good. I mean, kind of in the past we've struggled with our attacking final piece. We're connecting up top really well. Just that final piece. I mean, against Sioux Falls this past Sunday, we were, were connecting around them through the entire game, and it was just that final piece. And it was only a 2 nothing game, but it very well could have been a lot more goals in the back of their net. And, yeah, I just kind of wanted to ask about the offense, too. Uh, in the past two games, four goals, one of them a draw against Southwest Minnesota State, and then a win against Sioux Falls, 2 nothing, like you mentioned. And then even before that, a 2-0 two, two win against Monona State the week before. Uh, what's working kind of so well on offense for you guys right now? Um, I would say in practice we've been working a lot with our forwards, so I think once they get to work together with everything, it's all kind of working out and putting the pieces together. Kind of moving into uh, this homestand, you've got Crookston, Bemidji State, Mankato, a lot of familiar faces uh, coming into Husky Stadium. Uh, what are kind of specific things that you guys are looking at with those matchups? I know kind of three or four matchups is a lot to talk about in one answer, but is there anything kind of specific that you as a team are looking at in terms of the conference opponents heading through St. Cloud pretty soon here? Yeah, so we have about three of the top teams we're playing here, so we're kind of focusing on taking it one game as a, at a time, playing our game. And um, we'll watch film against them, but at the end of the day, we got to focus on us and how we can play and just take one game at a time. It's definitely been a unique year for this program, right, with uh, with Jade kind of running the show on the sideline, in-game, in practices. Um, I guess it's a little bit more unique for you because you haven't had Greta on the sideline this year. You did have Greta last year. Um, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> uh, so just talk to, talk to us a bit about what that difference has been like. What have you seen with Jade running the show? Yeah, so I mean, right from practice, it's a little bit different. So usually we'll have Jade on one side, either offense or defense, then Greta on the other in practice. So we've kind of been navigating the only one coach type thing, but Jade's been doing a really good job on stepping up into that head coach role. I mean, I know there's a lot to do, and it's it's definitely a little bit different, but um, I think our team's adapting well to what we're given. Brooke, for you, I know it's it's year one of college soccer, right, as a true freshman coming in. It's always unique with the, with the fall um, freshman because not only are you just jumping into the college atmosphere in terms of being a student, student life, everything that goes in with that, you're also playing games and practicing, coming in early. Talk to us about what that's been like uh, just coming in as a freshman. Um, well, the team does a great job of trying to balance school and soccer, so we'll have like times where we get to work on our schoolwork, like before or after practice. 
And then I would say jumping into soccer, it was obviously a lot different uh, being college soccer compared to like high school soccer because the level is just so much higher. But I think the team's done a great job of like helping me adjust and balance everything without being stressed out. Have there been any, any uh, upperclassmen who have really kind of taken you under their wing? Um, the first week I was here, we lived with the upperclassmen, so I really got to know all of them. And like De Silva and like Evie, our other captains and like seniors, have all been really welcoming to the freshmen. And anytime I need help with like my schedule or like rides, like they've always been there to, for me to ask. We talked about Husky Stadium coming up, four straight mm-hmm. matches at home for St. Cloud State women's soccer. That's obviously a lot of fun. You don't have to travel on the weekend, that sort of thing. Uh, talk to us about that home field advantage. What's it like to be on the pitch here at home? Yeah, we're excited. I mean, we usually have a lot more families come, so that makes a different environment. And also the dog pound and just our um, friends on other teams. Like, just playing at home is a way different environment, as we all know, and it's a lot of fun, especially to win that game, get those three points at home. And then uh, kind of speaking of points, I wanted to touch on standings a little bit. Uh, you guys are kind of right in the thick of things. You mentioned that some of the top teams in the NSIC are, are coming uh, in the next couple of weeks here. And then to end the season, or rather towards the end of the season, you've got big matches against teams like Northern State who are near you in standings. What's it going to take to kind of move up that table in the NSIC, which is a really difficult conference to make headway in? Um, I think we're going to have to put in a lot of work and practice because we have a hard next few games. So I think if we put in the work and work as a team, I feel like we can really move up in the conference and get it done all together. Yeah, and as we know, this conference is very hard to win games. Anyone can win in any any given day, and that's what we keep putting our minds to. So like I said before, just one game at a time, get those three points and move forward. We've talked a little bit about, you know, you're at the midway point of the season, you're seeing a lot of the structural things, a lot of the intent on the pitch has started to come into place. You had to replace quite a bit of scoring from last year. Some of the key strikers had graduated. How have you seen that offense adjust and adapt to new personnel out there? Yeah, I think um, everyone just needs to step up. I mean, Megan Kirby, she's a sophomore, and she stepped up. She's, I think, leading in scoring right now, if I'm correct. And, I mean, one of our games she put two away for us, so... It's just that next person that's going to step up and fill the spot that we're missing. And I think we're getting that in our underclassmen as well as our seniors like Jenna Dominguez. I was going to say those two players that you mentioned towards the top uh, on the website, it looks like it's eight points and six points so far on the season. So good to see uh, a lot of scoring talent uh, on the squad this year. A couple wins in conference so far. You've been getting some conference points, 2-2-2. Two, two, and two. Again, midway through midway point through the year. How do you feel right now just where the team is at? Uh, how much growth is there left to have? Um, I feel like we have all like talked about where we want to be and where we want to end in the season. So I feel like with the point we're at, we all know what we have to do to get where we want to be. So I think that if we all like really set our mind on the goal like anything can happen (laughs) i'm curious about you know i don't know kind of how much the team is allowed to explore the city kind of outside of you know just going to the hotel or being on the bus but is there a favorite city that either of you have kind of traveled to so far on road trips or is it just more of the same (laughs) um i would say the cities we've gone to haven't been very different from each other in my mind at least so i think like in the morning we can like walk and get Starbucks, something before the game, just as a team. So really anything we get to do together I feel like is fun. You talked about being at home, um, having the fellow student-athlete support, having other teams around. How much fun is it just having those teams that support each other so well here on campus? 
Um, for me, at least, if I'm playing and I hear, like, fans and I see people I know, like, yelling and cheering, it really just, like, brings energy, like, off the field, like, onto it. So I think if I am hearing people, like, yelling and cheering and, like, the whole team hears it, I feel like everyone kind of gets excited. Talk to us about your journeys to St. Cloud. How'd you get to St. Cloud mm-hmm. State? Um, so I'm from Winnipeg, Manitoba, and my when I was in grade 11, I went to Shattuck St. Mary's for a showcase tournament. Um, and then a few days later, Greta emailed me, reached out, and then, to be honest, I never really heard of St. Cloud State, and <laughs> coming from a hockey family, my brother and dad are like, come on, like, great hockey school, right? So uh, I came on my visit, and right away, like, I loved the girls I was with. They were so welcoming, girls that I still talk to to this day, like, look up to them all the time, and, like, for me, that was, like, the biggest thing, being away from home, having this family away from home, and so I got that right away, and it was a lot of fun, so I didn't really look for anything else when I got here. Um, I'm from Lakeville, Minnesota, so it's about an hour and a half away. Um, my club team just plays in a few games, like, close to St. Cloud, I would guess. And Jade and Greta came to a few of them, and then they reached out and emailed me, and I came on a visit, and the second I was here, I kind of got, like, a feeling of home. And so when, like, the seniors and upperclassmen toured me, it was nice to get to meet people, and not that I'm on a team with them. It all kind of just... It's very well for me. What majors do you guys? Um, I'm a pre-med major. I'm exercise science. Favorite classes so far? I know Brooke, it's semester one for you, so maybe not a maybe not a ton into it yet. Um, so far, my favorite Spanish because that's my minor, and I think that's just the class I get to engage in the most, so it's the most fun for me. Mine was probably Foundations of Human Movement. I love my professor, and it was just breaking it down from every muscle, bone, tissue. It's cool. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm curious, this is a, a bit more of a soft day, maybe not necessarily about uh, the games that you guys play, but uh, kind of the, in terms of the appeal of St. Cloud and uh, how you guys have kind of acclimated yourselves uh, to the city, uh, is there any like specific like spots like in terms of like restaurants or places to hang out that the team likes to go to or anything that you guys specifically like? Um, so we do like a captain's week the first week. It's before preseason, no coaches, just our team. And it's early August, so the weather's super nice. So we like going to the quarries as a team. And then um, for a restaurant, like my personal favorite, Seven West. Can't go wrong with nice, chicken nice. avocado tacos. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I haven't really gotten to explore campus that much since I haven't been here for very long. But captain's week was great to experience new things with the team. And my parents have come up a few times, so... My favorite restaurant's probably B- Brick and Vorbin downtown. And that's right before Garvey, right? Garvey's number two? <laughs> yeah, Garvey's pretty close, I'd say. <laughs> What's your go-to spot in Atwood? Chick-fil-A. Uh, I don't really go to Atwood. <laughs> 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 uh, I guess I'm, I'm kind of curious, Brooke. You know, you're a freshman on the team, um, and it's it's not that you know, you're the only underclassman getting playing time, but I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that that's a really interesting experience with a lot of upperclassmen on the pitch. Uh, with you what's that like being kind of a new face on the team and being thrown into the mix right away um i would say at first it was pretty intimidating before i really got to know the girls but the more i got to know them the more i realized that they're all just here to support you and they want what's best for you so getting thrown into the game with a bunch of upperclassmen is obviously going to be a little scary but the team really makes it a comforting environment so you can feel comfortable while you're playing i know senior day wasn't too long ago uh, a lot of teams like to have senior day a little bit earlier in the year to make sure they're able to recognize everyone um, Juliana, you've played with a lot of these seniors, so that was, I'm sure, a, a cool moment. Uh, talk us through just what that day was like. Yeah, so, I mean, our class got pretty big. My true senior class is just six of us, and so 
Um, we had a lot of transfers come in and that I got to learn and grow from since I've been here. So I was really sentimental and I was really happy I got to play that game. Um, we had all our families here, which was really great. And it was just a good, good day to play for one another and like what we've all been through together. It was a good day. Uh, Thomas, you mentioned this earlier, and I guess I'm just uh, curious, Juliana, and as a defensive back and kind of playing further back in the formation, uh, this this women's team is doing a good job of keeping things out of their own net behind Cone, uh, kind of being that last stop. What is working so well for, for kind of the back four or five uh, on this Husky squad? I think what's working best for us is our communication. I mean... Our keeper, Evie, if you ever heard her, she's really loud. <laughs> um, so for my spot as a center back in front of her, um, vocalizing what she's sending to me and then what we can see behind the whole li- behind each line um, really helps us with what the forwards may not see behind them and shifting as a whole unit, just our communication. We've talked about forcing outside and our tight cover is really helping us defensively. I know looking ahead to this weekend, Crookston has struggled a little bit this season. Bemidji State, always one of the top teams in the conference. Uh, what are going to be some keys just for St. Cloud State to, to have some success here and pick up a couple of results? Um, I think especially going into Crookston, we need to have the mindset that we're playing Bemidji this Friday. Um, Crookston has tend to park the bus, and that can sometimes be hard to pin through them. But based on how we played this weekend, I'm not worried at all. Our offense has been on with our one-twos around their lines. So... Just playing like we're playing any other team in the conference this Friday. You know, in terms of attacking, and not to necessarily tip a hand of any uh, strategic measures, but to attack a team that kind of parks the bus or really uh, compact defensively, is there anything specific that you guys look to do in terms of playing a team like that? I mean, just moving the ball quick. Um, Yeah, I guess (laughs) opening up space for one another. And the quicker we play, we can disorganize them, get them out of shape, and play through them. Gotcha. Having the, the talented teams that there are in this conference, obviously St. Cloud State being one of them, when you get to play teams like Bemidji State, like Minnesota State, that historically you know, finish pretty highly, get regional bids, that sort of thing, um, what factors go into competing against a team like that? Uh, do you feel like your game steps up a little bit more when you're facing stronger opponents? Um, I would say I go into games like with harder, like knowing that they're higher-ranked teams, and I think when I step into it, I just think that, like, anything can happen and so in reality like you can't look at it as like they're this great team like anyone can beat anyone so I feel like in the grand like scheme of things you just got to go into the game like thinking it's one game at a time and you focus on what you're doing in that moment. Well uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us today on the Huskies Game Prep Podcast. Best of luck not only this weekend but kind of the rest of the season crucial juncture uh, in the season so thank you so much uh, Juliana and Brooke for uh, coming on the show today. Thanks for having us. Yeah no problem. Welcome into Helgeson Studio down here at KVSC for the Huskies Game Prep Podcast, sponsored by SESUTickets.com. My name is Brian Mose, joined by Thomas Breach, co-host today, works in the athletics department. Thomas, how are things? Things are good. Things are good. A lot of Husky sports coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Busy week. And well, once the teams. winter season comes around, it's just all all hitting the window. <laughs> that's where that's where everything gets rolling and everybody gets really excited in athletics because we've got everything happening just about every single day. Mm-hmm. And then along with uh, women's soccer earlier, we also have two members from the volleyball team, Ke- Keely uh, Kirshner and Kenzie Foley. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you yeah, for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So uh, I'm just, uh, just interested you know, to kind of get people introduced at home, although I know with the amount of attention on volleyball, I'm sure that they're familiar with a lot of the players, but uh, just kind of curious, you know, what are you two majoring in here at St. Cloud State? You know, what are, I mean, I know that this is an athletics podcast, but what are, what are classes been like this year and all that? 
Um, classes, you know, stay on top of things just because it is volleyball season, but I'm majoring in data analytics and finance. Almost done with the data analytics portion, but finance is just kicking underway. So trying to stay on top of it so that I don't have to bring my laptop on weekends <laughs> and away games. So I don't have nice. to worry about doing homework then. Um, I'm majoring in exercise science, really just getting started in the whole program, and it's been really fun, and I like it a lot. Nice. Well, that's great to hear. So talk about the journeys that each of you had to St. Cloud State. I'm sure it's a little bit different for everybody and how that recruiting process works. So I got recruited a little bit late in my process. It was like my senior year of high school. Um, I started at a new club, and me and my coach both reached out to Chad. He came and watched me, and we started talking, and I just instantly fell in love with the program. I really love Chad and Marcy. They're great coaches, and it was a pretty easy decision once I came and I met them and the team. Yeah, my story was a little different. Um, Chad was one of the coaches who reached out to me um, very early, definitely one of the bigger schools that looked at me. Um, but I kind of, it was my first college visit, didn't really um, know what to expect. And then I went to my second one and loved it there. Um, my mom was kind of like, hold your horses, let's look at the bigger picture. <laughs> um, I ended up coming to St. Cloud again for kind of an unofficial just to visit with the team again and fell in love with it and committed in person because I thought it would mean a lot more and um, have loved it ever since. I guess I'm kind of curious with uh, obviously a lot of returners from last year's team that exceed a lot of expectations, but also new faces involved too. How has the team kind of gelled together as the season has started along? Yeah, I know um, we lost some big pieces of our kind of offense and defense last year, but we did have a lot of big pieces returning. Um, and I think that this team is a team that even if we don't play our best game, we can still get things done. Someone else is going to step up, um, and we're all just going to be there for each other. Whoever is leading in kills, whoever is leading in digs, we're going to be happy for them as long as the team's getting the win. I agree. I think the new freshmen have stepped in well. They challenge us, and it's really fun to play with everyone. About midway through the season here, you've had a couple of long road trips. Obviously, earlier you get the fun non-conference trips down to you know, Florida and years past Hawaii, that sort of thing. Do you have a favorite place that you've traveled in your careers here so far? I really liked going to Florida. I mean, I've only been to now three places, but yeah, Florida was definitely my favorite. It was super fun. The campus that we went to was so beautiful, and we had a lot of fun down there. Yeah, I liked Seattle initially, but then we went to Florida. Um, it was hot. It was nice. Yeah. And like she said, the campus was beautiful. They had some things on campus where we got to be kind of a part of just walking after our games were over. Um, and it was just cool to like see people enjoy kind of a different part of the United States. Seattle in the fall versus Florida in the fall. How many differences are there? Seattle was really <laughs> rainy and cold, and it did not rain once while we were in Florida, so yeah. that was nice. Lots of traffic, too. Yeah, like, Roads are insane. Just kind of curious about that one Florida trip. I mean, you don't want to dwell on the past too much. You're in the swing of the season. But for those non-conference kind of early tournaments, uh, how does that, you know, really jumpstart the season for you guys? I mean, you went 4-0 in that showcase. It, it seemed to really get you guys into the swing of things. I think we played well that entire trip. Um, obviously, we went to Seattle last year. Don't like to talk about it still. <laughs> uh, but we didn't do very well. Um, so I think this year we wanted to come out as a team and start off the season strong, and we definitely did. Uh, just kind of curious about uh, some uh, accolades that you two have won recently. National uh, Player of the Week not too long ago, National Defensive Player of the Week not too long ago for uh, Kenzie and, and Keeley. And uh, just kind of, uh, obviously it's about the team goal and everything like that, but what, what do those mean to you when you when you win those awards? Um, when I figured out that I was National Player of the Week, I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. Because <laughs> me and Chad had talked about it a little bit, but obviously you have to have team success in order to have individual success. Um 
So obviously, like, I praise my team for that award, but obviously it was nice to kind of, like, have your name recognized and um, have the AVCA see kind of who you are. Yeah, it was super exciting. Mine was the first week. I hadn't really even thought about it coming out that that would be a thing that would be happening, but when I saw it, it was super exciting. Kenzie, talking about just from from a national level, the stats have been awesome for you to go with that team's success that St. Cloud State has had, ranked number four in the country, your fourth in points per set, top ten in kills per set. Have you felt your, your offensive game take another step forward this year? Um, yeah, I really worked hard on the offseason in the summer. I mean, I took a trip to Italy, played over there for a little bit, um, which was definitely eye-opening. Um, so I stayed on top of it. When we have breaks, I usually go home and I'm doing some co-ed tournaments or whatever it may be. Um, I think I'm just smarter, ultimately. Um, instead of taking huge swings when the ball's not there, um, I'm keeping it in, letting the other team make the errors rather than making them myself. Well, tell us about that trip to Italy. I know that was that was that had to be a fun experience, yeah, right? it was insane. Um, ended up having to go to the ER, but um, <laughs> I, my foot just had an infection from getting burnt by a firework because it was right before we left. But No big um, deal. Yeah, not a huge deal. Um, but it was really fun. Um, playing with a different group of girls from all around the United States was obviously eye-opening too because they were like wow like you're so good and I'm like oh like not no yeah I'm getting there you know kind of thing like there's still obviously a lot of improvement left um but playing the other um another country was kind of insane because they play so much differently as much as you are like oh you're similar like it's the same sport it's really not like um they're just they move differently than we move but it was still a great experience definitely let me get some a lot of or a lot of extra touches on the ball and um, kind of helped me get into the groove again. Keely, you're stepping into a true freshman year here. Uh, you wore the libero shirt a little bit last season. Now you're the full-time libero for St. Cloud State this year. What What's that growth been like for you, just stepping into that role and, and being the anchor of that defense? Um, I think just becoming more confident out there on the court has helped a lot. My teammates have really helped me build my confidence, become like a more vocal player in the back row and really lead back there. And it's been super fun so far this year, and I'm really excited for the rest of the season. Oh, and speaking of the rest of the season, a critical juncture coming up in the schedule, uh, Southwest Minnesota State coming up soon. Uh, Before that, uh, Sioux Falls and then Minnesota Duluth not too long after that. Um, Obviously, this is when big games start, uh, even with non-conference, there's even big games, but especially in a a conference as tough as the NSIC. Um, You know, what are you as a group kind of looking forward to over the next few days? Um, I think it's just improving where we left off this past weekend. Um, It's all about improvements, showing those little increments, um, getting them kind of fine-tuned. But I think we know that the next couple teams we play are obviously very great teams, Um, definitely have good offensives just like we do. Um, So it'll be a battle, uh, but we're hoping to show up and play how we know we can. Yeah, I just think that we need to keep working on what we've been doing this year, keep figuring out what they're going to do and try and stop it so that we can beat them. This conference is a gauntlet, right? Like the yeah. NSIC is the premier Division II volleyball conference. Yeah. Yeah. Coming into this league, knowing how strong it is, knowing the talent that, that's in this league, how much fun is it to play against these teams? It's so fun. It's so exciting. Even the games that we think might not be as good, they're still challenging. We go out there every single weekend and we have to play our best in order to beat these teams and it's really fun to go out there and get to play with your teammates every single weekend against the best players in the country. Yeah, I think it's nice to know that, you know, we're going to get good athletes just because we are the obviously one of the best Division Two conferences in the nation, if not the best. Um, and like she said, you can't take a break each weekend. Each team's going to give you their best shot, especially that we're St. Cloud State, you know. We've done well in the past couple of years, so 
knowing that is kind of nice because then you're always going to get a good game and you're always going to have to perform. I think we've talked a little bit uh, so far today about just that turnover of some personnel that St. Cloud State has had coming into this year. Obviously, the setter situation coming into the season was a bit of a question mark. Now Emma Barron has settled in. Some glimpses with the 5-2 with Elena looking pretty good as well. What was that like? I guess this is geared a bit more towards you, Kenzie, having to deal with setters more than Keeley does. Uh, but what was that process like of learning a new setter after having Maddie Torvey for the last couple of years? Right. Maddie Torvey was obviously great. Um, loved having her as my setter. Definitely put me in some really good situations. But um, I remember in the summer before Emma had come in, I was on her team for like a little scrimmage when she came after she was committed. And I remember looking at Chad and being like, this girl's got it. <laughs> like she has it. Um, and then obviously when she comes in, she's got to work because we do have Elena Shimon, who's obviously ready to play as well. Um, and she obviously did very well, and that's why she got that starting spot. And I think even if Elena does come in, um, we're still going to be in a really great spot because they both push each other in practices every day, and ultimately we're going to get great sets either way. Speaking of being pushed and, and growing in practice, Keely, you get to work with one of the premier liberos from the Big Ten in the past 20 years with Marcy Tomalolo mm-hmm. running the show on that defensive side of things. What's that relationship like between you and her, and, and how interesting is it to pick her mind on the defensive side? It's so fun. I mean, on the court, it's always really challenging. Marcy's really tough on us. Like, she loves to push us, which is great. And then off the court, she's just the nicest person ever. She's like a second mom to us, and she's so funny, and we joke around with her all the time. But it has been so fun to learn from her, and she's such a good coach. It's really a family with this team, isn't it? It is. Chad yeah, and Marcy are, sure. like, parents. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, that's great to hear that there's such camaraderie on the squad this year. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm just kind of curious, you know, obviously um, you don't want to, you know, kind of trip on the present looking at the future, but uh, Southwest Minnesota State's a big matchup coming up this weekend, and then Sioux Falls right ahead of that. But, I mean, Southwest Minnesota State, one of the five teams in the NSIC that's ranked in the top ten in that coaches poll, I mean, it's it's relentless with this conference. But in terms of that specific matchup this upcoming Saturday, you know, what are you guys kind of looking for in a four versus seven matchup? What are you looking to accomplish? Um, obviously to win. Um, <laughs> that's a big goal. Um, but ultimately, we just want to slow down what they're doing to beat other teams. Um, their gym, we know that their ball floats a lot more in their gym, so serve receive is definitely going to be tough. But I think our passers are going to be ready um, to put our setters in good situations, to get our hitters also in good situations, to put balls away. Um, so I think... We don't want to focus on their side too much, um, but we want to make sure our game's there as well. Um, but ultimately, putting up good blocks, slowing down some balls will help, um, and then obviously people digging around that. Yeah. So, Yeah, they have a big hitter, especially on the right side, so I think slowing her down will be super important. Is there a toughest road match that you look at? Uh, when you look at a schedule each year, is there one place that you know you're really going to bring your game to play? I mean, I haven't played there yet, but I would say Concordia for this year's schedule. Um, obviously, they're a great team. They've won a lot of national titles. Um, that's kind of obviously our goal every year is to hopefully get there as well. Um, but looking there, I can't wait to go there and play in front of their home crowd and hopefully somehow pull out a dub. I would also think I have to say Concordia. I've not played there either, but it's really close to where I'm from, so it'll be really exciting to go there and see all the people from back home and play against them because they're super good. 
quiet some crowds, right? Yeah. Yes, 100%. This might be a bit of a fan service question for me, and we have dog pound personnel <laughs> who work down here at KVSC, but in terms of the atmosphere at Hallenbeck Hall with the team that uh, and you guys that is garnering a lot more attention over the past few years being so consistently good, you know, what is that atmosphere like inside of that gym for home matches? It's crazy. I think um, our team itself brings a lot of energy, but when we have big crowds, um, we feed off of that. Um, that way, when we do have maybe a couple points where the other team gets a run, um, then we can kind of feed off their energy because when we score again, they're going to be hyped for us, and then we can build off of that and then continue to create our own energy. Yeah, it's super. it was super loud last week, and then it's super fun when they're all there cheering us on, and yeah, we love having big crowds. We've talked about how this program has really established itself as one of the premier teams in the country. That wasn't always the case here, right? This has been something that's been building for a while under Chad, under Marcy with this group. Being a part of a team that's in the top five, national rankings being what they are, you're in the top five for the first time since 1996. That's, I think, before all of us in this room were born. (laughs) Um, What does it mean just to be part of the growth of this program and seeing the fruits of that labor pay off? It is so special. I think us coming in and working every day and staying here over the summer has really helped this program be a big deal. And it's so fun to see our hard work pay off and to see your teammates' hard work pay off. Yeah, when I was getting recruited, Chad's like, I know we're not very good right now, but we're getting there, we're getting there. Um, And obviously coming in, um, I wanted to be a part of that growth. And obviously I am, along with a lot of the teammates who are now like my best friends. Um, Like she said, you're cheering them on just as much as they're cheering you on, and I think that's what makes our team so special, and that's why we're ranked number four. I feel like we've seen a lot of records, or at the very least, uh, players moving up on leaderboards this mm-hmm. season. Lindsay Rachel making her climbs on the kills and the points leaderboard. Phoebe Rossi in the top ten with blocks. Uh, Kenzie, I know you're on pace to break some records here. <laughs> you're, you're just you're academically a junior, correct? And yes. then um, eligibility-wise, a sophomore. Correct. Do you have any records that you're looking at taking here at St. Cloud State? <laughs> um, obviously, you want to be on all of them, but um, I think it'd be pretty cool to follow Lindsay's suit just because she's been kind of there for me, um, being a person who's done a lot of stuff as well in the record books and just in general. Um, I think it'd be fun to like try to keep up to her and catch up to her eventually. Keely, similar question for you. This is obviously a program that's had a lot of really, really good liberos that, yeah. like you, start early in their career. What are some of your career goals here as a sophomore looking ahead to the next three seasons that you have? Um, Obviously, the digs record. I mean, that's mostly what I do, so that would be fun. But, yeah, just keeping playing well every game and staying up there with them, passing super well, and, yeah. Have you uh, have you had many conversations with, with the alumni in the past, the little barrows that have kind of came before? A little bit. I have talked to Clara Krenz, which was a super fun conversation. That was while I was getting recruited just to kind of – try and like help me kind of expect what was to come and yeah it was super fun to talk to her she was obviously probably the best libero that's ever come through this program so that was a really fun conversation outside of kind of career goals you know this season a lot of intrigue for this team a lot of retained talent really young squad that you guys have and we still have a month and some change left in the regular season but in terms of where you guys are at now and kind of even maybe at the start of the season what were kind of some season goals that you guys had for this year after you know uh, blowing a lot of expectations out of the water last season. Right, so we talked a lot about goals at the beginning of the year. We always do. Um, some that 
we may have not be not be able to anymore. Um, one was just to not lose at home, but uh, obviously the <laughs> tough match. Um, but obviously the end goal um, to beat the Bush is to win a national title or at least get close. I think a lot of us want to um, get past the first regional game um, in the NCAAs if we make it or when we make it. Um, that would be a big one just because we obviously haven't done that. And we all really want to and hopefully make the Elite Eight that's hosted in Seattle this year. We also talked about winning the NSIC regular championship and tournament championship. Not sure about the regular championship anymore, but we can for sure come out and win the tournament championship. I mean, a league like this, there's there's a lot of matches left to be played, though, of course, here too. It's a regular season. Um, looking, Looking towards a regional here midway through the season, of course, what are some things that this team does during the regular season to prepare yourself for postseason play? We really just work hard every single day in practice. We push ourselves and each other every day. And obviously we play a lot of tough matches, which will really help us once we get into regionals. Yeah, I also think that um, each person has at least one person in the gym um, who's going to push them. The coaches obviously push us a lot, so if we are having an off day, they're going to like make us know that we're having an off day and be like, hey, come on, we got to go. Um, so I think when we have that relationship with a lot of different people in the gym that everyone's going to be pushed day in and day out, whether you're on the court or you're not at the time. And I think that um, the freshmen or people who maybe aren't playing as much um, are doing a better job recently of pushing us from um, practice standpoint. Um, so that way we're more prepared for games. God, this team just sounds like a lot of fun to be around, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a buzz around campus? Like when, when people see the volleyball on your shirt or volleyball on your backpack. Do you, do you kind of get that feeling of they know that volleyball is a big deal here at St. Cloud State? I think we do. We've had lots of people come up to us and just congratulate us or wish us good luck at our game. So it's fun to know that they know what's going on. Yeah, I also think it's fun getting stopped by people in hallways and such. Um, just being like, hey, good luck tonight. Yeah. Like I had a ton of people before this past weekend stop me in the hallways at classes and stuff and say good luck or People even message me on whatever social media platform it is yeah. um, and just wish me good luck, which is super nice because, you ha- you know, you have those people behind you. I mean, I can attest that, you know, during every news watch, there's a sports section towards the end of it. There's at least three minutes dedicated to just rap- <laughs> recapping volleyball pretty much every week. There's plenty of buzz down here, too. What are some individual goals that you have for this season? Obviously, there's a lot of team goals, a lot of things that, as you mentioned, Kenzie, team success leads to individual success. For both of you, what are some, maybe it be a statistical thing or whatever it may be, what are some individual goals you have? Recently, I've been trying to average at least like five digs per set. I think that will really help my teammates be successful. And then we obviously always focus on our passing goals, passing at least a 2-3 every game just to keep the setters and hitters in system. Yeah, I would say one of my big goals is hitting above 300 this year. Um, I think I was at 290 last year at the end of the season. Um, And, you know, talking to Chad a little bit about it, it'd be nice to keep getting maybe some recognition on, like, NSIC Offensive Player of the Week for Keeley, you know, the Defensive Player of the Week. Um, But just the little things, um, like she said, too, hitting those goals during games that we set. So, um, passing's a big one, serve receive just because we want to put our hitters in good situations or setter in a good situation so they're not having to run around the court um, after our bad passes. Um, so we want to keep them, you know, at least two or higher. 
So speaking to hitting percentage, Kenzie, nationally, you're second among outside hitters in the country in terms of hitting percentage. What are some of those adjustments that you've made? You, you talked a little bit about maybe not swinging as hard on some balls. What are some of those adjustments that you've made to hit more efficiently? Yeah, I think getting my feet under the ball was a big one, um, and then realizing when it wasn't, and then putting myself in a good situation and just hitting a shot. Um, so like deep corner or cross court or even campfire wherever it is in the court just to find that open space and get them in an uncomfortable situation. Um, that's a big thing, trying to get the other team kind of either out of system or maybe it's not a good ball and they can't set three hitters. Um, just kind of staying on top of that and just playing smarter. And then uh, I, I, Keely kind of just combing over a little bit quickly over kind of some dig stats. You're, you mentioned, you know, five digs per set. Uh, in terms of kind of looking at the totals that you put up uh, through matches, you put yourself in a good spot to do that. I see some 20s in here, high teens. Uh, recently against Augustana, I believe, it was 18. You know, what what have you been doing so well in terms of getting more digs as a part of a goal of yourself this season? Um, I think I've been putting myself in a better spot this year. When you come in at first, the game is really fast, and I think it's hard to put yourself in a good position all the time, but I feel like I've really been trying to get outside the block, and it's helped so much this year with our blockers. They're doing a great job getting really good touches, but, yeah, just staying outside of that block, reading the hitter, seeing what they're going to do, and then going and getting the ball. This might be a tough question for you, Keely. You <laughs> practice against a lot of the hitters on this team. Yeah. Who are some of the more difficult hitters to read when you're trying to line yourself up on a scene? Um, on our team? On our team. Phoebe is really difficult um, just because she can hit so many shots and it's coming so fast at me from the middle of the court. She can hit it straight down or she can hit it right over my head. Um, and then Kenzie and Lindsay, both of them can put the ball straight to the ground when they have the opportunity or they can put it up in your chest where you get stuck and it's really hard to dig. So it's been really fun to play against them and it's helped me get a lot better you got a road trip coming up this weekend, and then I think home against Duluth. The road trip to Duluth comes in a bit. Do you have a go-to road trip routine that you do, listen to music, yell at Chad, that sort of thing? We um, do like to listen to music on the bus together, usually as a team. Yeah. Sometimes we play some Crazy 8s on yeah, the bus. Crazy 8s. <laughs> crazy 8s is a big one. Pull out the iMessage games yep. and get it going on the bus. A couple um, groups get together, yeah. and we all just <laughs> are screaming at each other on the bus, but it makes us be really competitive before yeah. we even get to the gym, so... Is there a standout Crazy Aids player? Probably Keely. <laughs> Keely or Elena Shimon. Oh, yes, get, Elena's they, good. They just get lucky, and they, they just plan out their cards when they're going to use them, and some of us just aren't as good at doing that. So, Is it luck or is it skill, Keely? A little bit of both. <laughs> it's straight up luck. It's luck. Norb is still driving, too? Right? Yes, we love we Norb. Love Norb. <laughs> All right, sweet. Well, thank you so much, uh, Kenzie and Keeley, for coming on to the Huskies Game Prep Podcast, sponsored by SESUtickets.com. Have a great rest of your week.